Develop accountability. If you tend to put off tasks, it can help to have an accountability partner. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. Welcome to the Power to Live More In Between show. Every other week, I share an interview with an interesting guest sharing their top tips, tools and strategies about how they use their power to live more. In between, I share my own content along with a summary of the tools, tips and strategies shared in the previous week's interview in the form of Joe's Gems. Procrastination is the enemy of productivity. Putting things off is one of the worst things you can do when you're trying to be productive. But procrastination is one of the most common reasons people don't accomplish as much at work as they'd like to. If you're suffering from a procrastination habit, there are things you can do to get back on track and improve your productivity. So firstly, what's the source of your procrastination? The first thing you need to do is identify the problem. There are many reasons you might find yourself in this predicament. It could be that you don't enjoy your work. You have anxiety about communicating with a particular person or that you feel overwhelmed by a big project. Understanding the reason for your procrastination can help you to get a handle on it. For example, if you have a big project that's paralysing you, it can help to break it up into smaller pieces. And when you can attack a little at a time, you won't feel the need to put it off and you can build momentum from there. Develop accountability. If you tend to put off tasks, it can help to have an accountability partner. This could be a co-worker or even a friend if you work alone that you report to at the end of each day. You can share your to-do list at the beginning of the day and report back at the end of the day. Just knowing you'll be talking to someone later can help you stay motivated to get a lot done. And if this is something that sounds interesting to you and you think it might work for you, you might be interested in checking out my Get Stuff Done With Power programme, which is a group accountability Uh, system where you do exactly that you report in about what you're going to do and then you report out and say what you actually have achieved and you do that over a 28 day period with a group of other people if you're interested in finding out about that then just go to the website getstuffdonewithpower.com and you can find out more and register there too so moving on first complete the least desirable tasks if you've been putting off tasks because you dread them it's good to get just those ones done first and that frees you up then from having to think about them anymore and gets them off your to-do list. For example if you have to deal with an unhappy client or just work on a project that you find boring it's better to get it over with and when then once you've completed that task you can move on to work on something you enjoy more without that sort of task hanging over your head if you like that you know that you need to work on but you haven't started yet. Get rid of distractions. If you're already having trouble with procrastination then distractions like social media, email and your phone can give you lots of easy excuses to avoid the work even more. So turn off your phone, close your email, block social media so you can get things done without those distractions. And give yourself a pat on the back. When you do get something done that you're tempted to put off, make sure you do give yourself that pat on the back. You do acknowledge that you've actually achieved something that you know that normally, ordinarily, you would have put off. Give yourself a few minutes to take a break and relax, and then you can go back to work with a refreshed attitude and a sense of accomplishment. So I think productivity can lead to happiness. Productivity in your work can help you to be happier, 
and happier people tend to be more productive. I think it's quite a virtuous circle. It's definitely worth examining how productivity leads to more happiness in your life. Enjoying what you do. Working in a field you really enjoy helps you to be more productive and causes you to feel happier about the work you're doing. And overall, this can lead to more fulfillment and happiness. It's hard to be happy when you're doing work you don't enjoy and you feel overwhelmed and out of control. Confidence in your ability to accomplish goals. When you're productive, you can feel more self-assured about your ability to do what needs to be done for your business. Productivity gives you concrete evidence of your accomplishments. You're able to see just how far you're coming, you're moving along towards your goals in your business. Financial freedom. When you're more productive in your business, it leads to more financial compensation. Of course, that's assuming that you've chosen the right tasks in the first place related to the goals that you've set yourself in your business. And money doesn't buy happiness, we know that, but it certainly helps to know that you're not struggling to have your basic needs met and maybe can afford a few luxuries. And you might gain more income by making more sales in your business or become eligible for a higher paying position if you're working for another organisation, if you show how productive you can be. Ultimately, I talk about using your power to live more and I define live more as doing the things that you want to do rather than the things rather than the things that you have to do and ultimately that can give you more happiness and increased confidence. Helping others. When you're productive and you have your own jobs done and needs met you can have more opportunities to help others. Research shows over and over that when you serve others you feel happier. You have more time for fun. So that's a bit more about my power to live more. When you get your work done in a set amount of time, you have more free time. So lots of people spend hours and hours at work without actually getting things done. They feel they work hard, but they're not very productive. Uh, you might be in a position, hopefully you are, where you are get being productive, which allows you to then take more time to do the things that you want to do. So that's the having fun, uh, the doing the things that you want to do with your family and friends and so on. So if you're struggling to be productive, you'll find that Working on focus and producing quality work can help you to feel more positive about your work and your life. Some people are naturally productive, while others have to work a little harder at learning that new way of life, at learning that uh, new way of doing things. But you will find that the investment of time in becoming more productive will be returned to you with more of that time to live more that I've talked about already. So here's five tips to be more productive today. Everyone has those days when it's tough to feel productive, but it doesn't mean you can't make these changes. If you need to be productive today, here are those tips to help you get going. So the first one is give yourself a deadline. It's easy to put something off when you have an open-ended timeline or a deadline. Instead, set a deadline to complete specific tasks on your list for today and set a goal to end your work day at a specific time and have everything done by then. And this psychological trick will help you to get more done and allow you to have more time to enjoy your life instead of worrying about all the things that you haven't completed. So you'll never get everything done today, but you can plan to get done what will fit into the day um, within that time scale, which will help to motivate you. Second tip is get your body moving. Exercise is something that people often put at the bottom of the list, but by exercising first thing in the day, you'll help get your brain to have more oxygen and nutrients, and this boost of nutrition will help boost productivity throughout the day. If you spend too much of your day sitting, that effect will fade. Make sure you get up at least once an hour and move around, take a walk, even jogging on the spot or doing a few jumping jacks or something to, uh, to get you moving. The other thing you might think about is having a standing desk or certainly one that you can stand at um, even if you sit for some of the day as well. The third tip about is about avoiding multitasking. 
Many people think that being able to multitask is a good thing, but in the end, it can actually mean that you're not focusing on any one thing and you might not be getting anything done well. So instead, carve out specific times for, for specific tasks and just focus on those and take some of those distractions like the phone and the email away. The fourth tip is about setting a timer for tasks. If you struggle to focus on getting something done, try setting a timer to focus on that task and then you know that at the end of that time, uh, that time period that you've allowed yourself, you'll be able to have a break and that can help you to break a task down into smaller chunks to avoid that paralysis of feeling overwhelmed as well. And the fifth tip is write it down. If you're the type of person who gets sidetracked with brainstorms of new ideas, um, write them down as you go along. So keep a piece of paper next to your desk or put it into an electronic file, as, as you may have heard me say before, I add it to my to-do list. As you think of things, instead of allowing them to distract you and send you off down a rabbit hole, just make a note that you can come back to later to review uh, whatever that, that idea was uh, so that it doesn't distract you from what you're supposed to be doing at the time. So what causes productivity to slip? We all want to be as productive as possible at work, but sometimes we find that our productivity is slipping and we can't really identify the problem. Um, and identifying the problem can help to turn uh, listening to tips about productivity the other way so you can see the things that might go wrong and think about how you might then uh, change those within your working environment to mean that they don't cause issues. So the first thing is about having unclear goals. If you're not clear about what it is you want to accomplish, then you probably won't accomplish much. It helps to be really clear about where you're going and to then make sure that the tasks you're doing are the tasks that are going to get you closer to where you want to be. So to correct this problem, if you haven't got clear goals, is you need to go back to the beginning and work out what those goals are and then focus on making sure, as I said, that everything you do supports those goals. You've talked about multitasking already. People once considered it to be a positive thing, but we now know that actually that just divides your attention and you end up doing lots of things not very well, as opposed to getting one thing done properly and then moving on to the next. So try and avoid multitasking. Avoid time wasters. There's so many in this digital world of overwhelm. So things like email and social media and online news sites. If you want to procrastinate, it doesn't actually take much effort. There's loads of things you can use to distract you. But if you can take those out of the environment for the time that you're working, that will enable you to focus on what you need to really get done. Dissatisfaction with work. When you like what you're doing, it's easy to get a lot done. But when you don't enjoy it, then your productivity can lag behind. So the solution for this is to focus on the positive things about your work. And it might even involve changing your business or changing your job to make sure that you do enjoy what you're doing the vast majority of the time to make it easier to be more productive. If you spend your whole working time hating what you do, then it's really hard to be productive. Outdated equipment. Sometimes your lack of productivity might be because you're working with a computer that's very slow. Certainly when I have a really com slow computer, I end up multitasking because I fill the time in while I'm waiting for it to do things with me doing other things, which, as we know, isn't a good thing to do. But I end up not having a choice because the computer is too slow and I'm waiting for it. Um, so, you know, if you've got outdated computer systems or you're using software that's falling over all the time, you know, think about what you can do to invest to upgrade that equipment so that that's not holding you up. Personal issues, they can get in the way as well. If this thing's troubling you, it can make it difficult to get things done and get things done on time. And, you know, your mind might be on something else, which really makes it quite hard to focus on what you need to do. 
So obviously some of the things to do with that is to speak to people, get some help and think uh, you'd be aware of the fact that that can have an impact on what you do when you're working. You might find some stress management techniques can be helpful, such as deep breathing and meditation. Exercise can help as well. So go for a walk, take yourself away from whatever you're doing to try and uh, sort of change your mindset, if you like, to come back and, and work with a different frame of mind. Once you've identified the problem causing your productivity issues, it's much easier to make those changes and improve your work habits. It doesn't take much to cause your productivity to slip, but equally it doesn't take much to change it to be the other way around and actually improve your productivity. And even if it's just a small thing every day, incrementally improving your productivity in the end will have a really big impact on your business and your life. Joe's Gems This is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of last week's interview, the stuff that I really liked and the apps, books, tips and tools that were shared. So how do you scale your coaching business to allow you to work with more international clients without needing to jump on a plane and fly around the world every few days or every other week? The power of the internet has revolutionised the way people do business. The same technologies that allow industry giants to work collaboratively with teams around the world are the same tools that allow many small business owners and entrepreneurs scale their business, grow their teams and work remotely in a cost-effective collaborative way. Online services such as Skype and Zoom as well as mobile apps and features like FaceTime have not only let friends and family stay connected across oceans and continents, they've also enabled freelancers, entrepreneurs and business owners to connect and conduct business in a professional, personal and timely manner. Last week I had the pleasure of chatting with Rachel McGuinness, founder and owner of Zest Lifestyle. During our conversation she shared many valuable tips, strategies and tools that have helped her not only earn a living from the comfort of her home office, but also work with clients in several different countries, helping them rediscover the zest in their lives. Every veteran home-based entrepreneur understands the importance of setting routines and rituals, whether you set aside time for yourself at the beginning of the day before you tackle your important work or at the end of the day to de-stress. Meditation can help you recenter, refocus and relax your mind so you can be more productive. During our conversation, Rachel said she uses the Headspace app to help her with daily meditation. Headspace is a mobile guided meditation and mindfulness app that's designed to help you reduce stress, exercise more and achieve restful sleep, as well as much more. She also shared what she's learned from the book The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and how her morning routine originally derived from the lessons throughout the book. And in addition to meditation, Rachel also ensures she spends time to reflect through journaling. She also values staying fit and healthy through 15-minute high-intensity interval training videos available online and also through running. The importance of blue light reduction. Did you know that your nifty electronic gadgets emit energy that could be harmful to your health if you're exposed to them for too long? Blue light from tablets, computer screens and mobiles have been attributed to a wide variety of health concerns such as hormonal imbalances, sleep disruptions and even certain cancers, heart disease, obesity and diabetes, especially after dark, according to many experts and researchers. And that's why Rachel makes a point to turn off her tech gadgets a few hours before she goes to bed each night. So Rachel says the whole issue with the blue light from the tech is that you start to secrete the hormone serotonin when you are using the tech with the blue lights and that is the waking up hormone and that then disturbs the sleeping hormone melatonin which is supposed to make you sleepy and then go to sleep so she says she tries to avoid using tech an hour to 90 minutes before bedtime so that she can get an undisturbed night's sleep. 
productivity planning and creating amazing social media designs. Every entrepreneur has their own set of productivity apps, planning tools and social media image design apps that they find works best for them. We discuss several free and affordable tools and apps that we use every day to run our businesses efficiently and effectively, as well as help plan our daily schedules, check off to-dos as they're accomplished, and strategize goals to achieve success. So you can go to the show notes from last week to get links to all of these uh, apps. Uh, so go to powertolivemore.com forward slash 35. Uh, but we talked about Trello, Canva, Photoshop Elements, Daily Greatness Business Planner, Passion Planners, Sophie Jury's Ultimate Daily Planner and her Minerva Notebook. We talked about Capsule CRM, IFTTT, HubSpot and Asana. So that's all about project management and image image creation and planning and automation and um, uh, customer relationship management. So we covered quite a lot off in that discussion. We then talked about Rachel's eat smart, move more, sleep well and chill out. As home-based entrepreneurs, it can be all too easy to overlook our own health, fitness and mindfulness needs. We're so passionate about our business and helping others achieve success. Sometimes eating lunch, taking a walk or getting enough sleep is the last thing that we think about. But keeping yourself happy, healthy and balanced is a critical aspect of achieving success in your life and career. And Rachel shared her four-step strategy on maintaining her health, finding peace within herself and staying fit while working from home. And that was to eat smart, move more, sleep well and chill out. And actually those fit with the four areas that I talk about. I talk about nutrition, exercise, sleep and mindfulness. So um, very, very similar, just different words for the same thing. Rachel talked about her whole approach to health being an 80-20 rule. So, you know, she says if you're fit and healthy, you can maintain, then you can also indulge. So she's not somebody who says you've got to eat clean 24-7, 365 days a year. She doesn't want people to deprive themselves, um, but she does believe in treating herself and, and respecting food. And with sleep, she talks about her alarm going off in the evening to remind her to start getting ready for bed and do the sort of evening routine. And then she might read to help herself to calm down, ready to go to sleep. And then she tries to wake up at six uh, every day and likes to keep that consistent wake up time. As far as the chilling out, Rachel likes to get outside and go walking. She lives in a lovely area uh, in the country, South Oxfordshire. So she goes walking along the Thames and she likes to cook and she does some colouring. We talked about celebrating great days and coping with the bad. Rachel shared her insight on how she's learned how to cope with trying difficult or discouraging days throughout her business, as well as what she does to celebrate the small wins each day. She believes the best thing you can do on a particularly bad day is to simply breathe, walk away and shift your energy. And I loved her phrase. She said, when things don't go right, turn left. Somebody apparently told her to do that many years ago and I just love that. So when things don't go right, turn left. And of course, it is important to celebrate the small wins that help you reach your true potential and the level of success that you deserve. And that's why Rachel encourages others to spend time reflecting on their accomplishments and celebrate them with the people that you enjoy being with. So with your tribe. To connect with Rachel, if you just go online and uh, find Zest Lifestyle, uh, she has a website, she's on Facebook and on Twitter. You can look look up Zestember, which is a promotion, a challenge that she does every September for uh, health and uh, wellness and you can also see her as Rachel McGuinness on Instagram.
All this information is available in the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, 36. The website is the place to go if you want to find out how I can help you to improve your productivity, organisation, wellbeing, energy and resilience, your power to live more. And that's to do more of what you want to do. If you're listening to this in the summer of 2017, you may like to know that I'm launching a new mastermind group in September to help business owners to improve your productivity, organisation and well-being to enable you to reduce your overwhelm and live more alongside having a successful career or business. More information about that coming soon. If you're on my list, you'll hear as soon as the details are live and you can go to powertolivemore.com forward slash power checklist to download my five fundamentals checklist to review your life and business and to get on onto my list. Or you can email me at joe at powertolivemore.com if you want to find out more now. Again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 36 and we look forward to speaking to you next time. Use your power to live more.